and how the entire ummah should have reacted. Then we can imagine as it gets closer how much more the importance increases. That if there is somebody in a far-flung place of the world, we've never met him, we've never seen him, we've never heard of him also, as a person, as an individual. But we know him that he is a part of the mu'min, ummah. Then if he is in some difficulty, some pain, some hardship, he should move us. And the very least that it should move us to do, that's the very least. And this is really this yardstick to show us that to what extent we are connected to the rest of the ummah. Is that the very least it should move us is to sincerely make dua for them. And this is something for us to reflect within ourselves that how much of our time is spent at least once in a day for the ummah at large, for the suffering of the ummah to be uplifted, for the oppression to be raised away from the ummah, for the poverty and difficulties to be taken away from the ummah. If even that is not happening once a day, then we need to reflect deeply what is our link and connection to this ummah of Rasulullah for whom he underwent so much of difficulties and hardship. In any case, if this is how important it is on the global level, then as it gets closer to one community, how much more important this would be to one family, extended family, and then as it gets closer to the immediate family, and then within the four walls of one home, how important it is that everybody is united. This is the lesson that has been given to us, the lesson of unity. And if on a global scale, this is how the Bistas was describing it, what would be its importance within the four walls of one home? And this is something that Allah wa ta'ala highlights in the Quran Sharif as well. Allah Ta'ala says, وَأَطِيمُ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ وَلَا تَنَازَعُونَ فَتَفْشَلُوا وَتَذْهَبَ رِيحُكُمْ وَاسْبِرُونَ Be obedient to Allah Ta'ala wa Ta'ala. And don't create dissension. Don't create discord. What is a very important aspect to remember, understand here is, that what is being spoken about is dissension and discord. Not difference, valid difference of opinion. Valid difference of opinion, it occurred right from the early stages, from the time of the Sahaba Ikram. Time is not there to delve into this, but since this is an important point to understand, on one occasion Nabi Sallallahu gave the Sahaba an instruction. That nobody should perform the Salat al-Asr except to in Bani Qurayza. The instruction was to move immediately to Bani Qurayza. In any case, in groups, now the time was now expiring for Asr, close to expiry time. So some Sahaba said that we will perform our Salah now and carry on. And love you Rabbi Nadalik, it wasn't intended that we should perform our Salah in Bani Qurayza at any cost even if the time expires. So we will now stop, we will perform our Asr Salah, time is elapsing, we will go and perform our Asr and we will move on later. And another group, we are also thoroughly and firmly grounded in knowledge. It's not somebody just taking out something from their back pocket. They said, no, we were given a clear instruction, we will go to Bani Qurayza and perform our Salah there, even if the time expires. And this is what happened. Some performed it in route, and some performed it in Bani Qurayza. When the expedition was over and this entire incident was 
narrated to Rasulullah sallallahu this is what happened. And in Bukhari Sharif, it's very clearly recorded therein, فَلَمْ يُعَنِّفْ وَاعِدًا مِّنْهُمْ Nabi Islam did not rebuke either group. All are fine. Because both was based on thorough knowledge. So this is a different matter altogether. But then again, many a person says, but who do I follow? There's so much of differences. It's a very simple thing. When it comes to our physical selves, we know who to follow. Person has a rare disease, he has some major ailment, then to start off with, he doesn't go on to Google to see how he can sort it out. Then he finds out who is the best specialist in town. And who's got the best track record? Who's got the best experience? Whose patients have generally been coming out well? And he goes and finds out according to that. And if there's sometimes a difference of opinion between specialists, it happens all the time. And he doesn't say, well, leave everybody aside. I'd rather go to Google. He decides who is the most experienced, who his heart takes to in terms of the experience, the person's expertise. Then he follows one person. And then that person says, I'm going to cut you open. He says, well, I'm good. And he pays him for it also. So likewise, when it comes to deen, we decide who has that knowledge, that experience, that fear of Allah wa ta'ala in terms of what we can understand. The person is what Tabi'a Sabila man anawa says, follow the path of the one who has turned to me. So you see the sunnah in the person's life. He's not somebody that is far aloof from the sunnah and he's talking big, big fancy things. So then you will follow him. And then you will stick to one person and you will be rightly guided. And on the day of Qiyamah thereafter, Allah Ta'ala won't ask you why you didn't follow so and so and why you follow so and so, provided you did your homework and you followed who you felt fulfilled the criteria. So in any case, what is being spoken about in this ayat is, Don't create discord. Don't create disunity. Otherwise, This is on a global scale and a local scale. Or whether the domestic scale, within the four walls of one, one home. Allah Ta'ala is saying, don't create discord. Don't allow this unity to creep in. Otherwise, you will then, all your energies will be sucked away. And you will become totally weak. As a result, then you will be easily dominated by others. By the disbelievers. What is going on today in Umar? So the issue is that, this unity is a very, very highly required aspect in the body of the Ummah. That the entire body remains united. And one part of the body becomes a means of pain for the whole body. And as it gets closer, all the more important. Now the issue is, what is the prescription to this unity? How will this be acquired? So Allah wa ta'ala gives us the fundamental prescription in this very ayat. They adopt sabr. And without this sabr, there cannot be unity, forget about the whole ummah, even in the four walls of one home. Between two spouses, there cannot be unity. Because everybody's likes and dislikes are not the same. Everybody's preferences are not the same. Everybody's feelings are not the same. Somebody feels hot in one condition, the same condition somebody else is feeling cold. Somebody likes to eat something hot and somebody likes to eat it mild. So everybody's likes and dislikes and preferences are all different. No two human beings are the same. 
And the only way that this unity can still come about, despite these differences in everybody's temperament, everybody's feelings and likes and dislikes, is the one central aspect of sabr. If there is sabr, then there will be unity anywhere. And if there is no sabr, then no matter what, this unity can't happen. What is this sabr requiring? Is to take a very simple, basic example. For example, a person has come to the masjid, I has to park his car somewhere. So what is the closer spot? But the spot is such that if he parks his car, he is going to give taklif to others. Because it's not a proper parking space. He says, I need to have my convenience, I will park here. So for his convenience, he will park there, but he will be giving taklif and difficulty to others. The end result is obvious. So the first summer is to undertake any difficulty that comes on ourselves, in order to ensure nobody else is inconvenienced. Whether in a public situation, whether within the four walls of our home. I rather take the inconvenience and save others the difficulty. That will require summer. It requires summer in the home, in the masjid, anywhere. That is the first summer. So the person now took the summer and he went and parked at the further spot where he left to walk from. But he's happy with that. Because he is now not giving anybody else any taklif, any difficulty. But then after he's done his share of the job, it may still be somebody else who will go and park there. And now inconvenience everybody. So now that's the other part of the summer. One is the summer not to give taklif, not to cause inconvenience. The other part of the summer is to tolerate other people's inconvenience. When a person has this in him, Allah Ta'ala is saying, don't regard this as a minor thing. Don't think, well, I know how to tolerate this person's, as sometimes people just say it, this person's nonsense and all these issues. Don't think it went in vain. If you did it for Allah Ta'ala, inna Allah ma'as-sabirin, in the same ayat Allah Ta'ala is saying. Didn't go anywhere in vain. Because everything mustn't be looked at in the terms of rants and sense only. It's a hereafter coming. Otherwise, what is the use if all the rants and sins are in the hands and the person's eyes closed at moment? What is going to take to the grave? But in Allah Allah is with those who are patient. And that summer will be a means of great benefit to him in the cover also. That will light up his grave. That will light up the full sirat and the bridge over Jahannam on the day of Qiyamah. That will become a means of taking him to Jannah. So Allah is saying the fundamental prescription is summer. When there will be summer, then this will be a possibility. And in order to highlight that what a cherished aspect this unity is, at any level, in one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu gives us the reality of this. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu asked the Sahaba Ikram, Allah of Biruku, must I not tell you? Creating that zeal in them, by posing it in a question first. Should I not tell you something? Should I not tell you bi afdala min salati wa siyami wa Something that has a greater rank and greater position than all the nafil salah that you can perform. If you live a hundred years of your life and you perform tahajjud the entire night, qiyamul layl the entire night for hundred years, who can do that? And all the nafil fast that you can keep in your life, Hundred years of nothing fast every day, besides the five days that are forbidden. 
and all the nothing sadaqah, all the sadaqah that you can give. How much can a person give? Million, ten million, hundred million, one billion? If you can give a hundred billion also, the beast starts to say, I'm telling you something beyond all this. What can be beyond all this? And all these three things combined? Allah's Nabi says it's Islah without in vain. To create peace between two parties. Between those spouses that are now perhaps on logger, at loggerheads. To create peace between them. To create peace between any two persons. This has such a great rank that Nabi says beyond all these three things combined. What this highlights is what is the value of the unity itself? That all these three things combined cannot reach the value of creating the unity. What will be the value of the unity? So this is the lesson that has been given of having and maintaining this unity. But then this unity has to have a basis. If there's a home, there's a structure, there has to be a foundation. What is the foundation on this, which this unity will stand? The foundation is what Allah speaks about in the ayat of the Quran Sharif. That hold on firmly to the rope of Allah together and don't become disunited. The only way that this unity can be maintained and can be created in the first place if it's all on one foundation. And that one foundation in the ayat of this Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, all holding on to the rope of Allah Ta'ala together. Now if somebody insists that I'm going to do something else, but we're going to remain united, like for example, there's a group of ten friends, and now three decide that we are going to be going to the rain clubs, we're going to be taking drugs, we're going to be womanizing, and others say, well, we're not going to join with them. They say, well, I'm creating this unit. We have to remain together, we are ten friends for ten years. So the responsibility of the disunity is on those who want to do the wrong thing. They are responsible. We cannot unite on the disobedience of Allah. So the unity will only be possible provided it is on the correct foundation. And the foundation is The rope of Allah which is the Kitab Allah. And in one hadith of Allah bin Mas'ud says Alaykum bihablillahi mateen Alaykum bi Hold on to the rope of Allah, hold on to the Quran, and hold on to the group of the Sahaba Ikram. This is the community that will take you towards the righteousness. And now somebody insists that they're not going to remain on this path of Quran and Sunnah, then that unity cannot be maintained, obviously, but the disunity will be the responsibility of the person who's doing what is wrong. For example, Somebody insists that you've got to look at the bigger picture. And you could unite with anyone and everyone. And despite somebody might be saying, Nauzubillah, that the Quran Sharif is distorted, it's incomplete, like the Shia say. So now you could look at the bigger picture and remain united. This kind of unity is not possible. In the time of Abu Bakr, when some people, faraway villages, Bedouins, they refused to pay the zakat that they were paying in the time of Rasulullah. Abu Bakr announced jihad against them. And then some others at that time initially they suggested that we should look at the bigger picture now. It's a very, very delicate time. 
and we should not weaken our ranks by now waging jihad against these people because they are refusing to pay the zakat. I will wage jihad against those who try to create a difference between salah and zakat. They say salah is fine, we perform salah, but we don't give zakat. I will wage jihad against them if they refuse to give that string they were giving in the time of Rasulullah. That too, I will wage jihad against them for that. He didn't say at that time, we'll look at the bigger picture. Or somebody makes it their way of life to revile the Sahaba Ikram, to speak ill of them, to make all kinds of malicious comments against them, like is the way of the Shia again. So now somebody says, leave this aside, look at the bigger picture. So the bigger picture we will understand in the light of the incident that took place in the time of Hazrat Umar Once there was a little, small little issue between Ubaidullah bin Umar the son of Umar Ubaidullah and Miqdad bin Aswad Some little words were exchanged. So in this, Ubaidullah said some harsh words to Miqdad bin Aswad So he thought, what do I do about this? He took me complete to his father, Umar So he came and he complained to him, this is what your son said to me. And Umar is the Amir Mu'mineen of the time. He says, really? He said this to you? And you are a Sahabi of Rasulullah Bring him here to cut his tongue off. So when Ubaidullah became concerned that this might really happen, he went and brought about, brought along some other senior people, senior Sahaba, to intercede on behalf of Ubaidullah, when Miqdad and Aswad feared that he might really do this. He said, no, I didn't mean it for something so serious. I thought you would just reprimand him and that would be it. No need to do this. It was just a little difference, some, some words were exchanged, nothing serious. And the said, no, let him come, bring him here. I want to cut his tongue and set a precedent. That later, anybody who reviles a Sahabi of Rasulullah, I would have set the precedent that his tongue should be cut. But in any case, let us prevail over him that this is now taking it a bit too far now. This wasn't so serious, so let it be. But this was the way in which Hazrat Umar viewed this. Later in time, Hazrat Ali one day he gives a khutbah and he addresses the entire gathering and he says, I haven't given a prior warning and I do not like to inflict a punishment without having given a prior warning. So I'm giving a prior warning today now. Listen carefully. But I am hearing about this that people are giving me a position over and above that of Abu Bakr and Umar. They are saying I am higher in rank. So let these people listen very carefully. I've now warned you. In future, if I hear the statement from anybody, or anybody is making the statement and it's reported to me, I will give him 80 lashes. The punishment for a person who has committed slander. Because by saying I am greater than these two personalities, he has slandered them. They were the greatest of the personalities of the Ummah after Rasulullah. Dare anybody speak like this in future, I will lash the pinky lashes. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu At that time, he didn't say also, let us look at the bigger picture and let it be. So, indeed, unity is very, very important. We have understood how important it is. But that unity can only be on one foundation. On the foundation of the Quran and Sunnah. 
on the way of the Sahaba Ikram. And this unity has to be at every level. But on the same basis, whether it is on a global level and whether it is within the four walls of a home, that unity also can only be maintained. And there can only be happiness in the four walls of that home, provided that it is on the basis of Quran and Sunnah that that home is run. But if that is not the case, everybody decides to do their own things, then it cannot happen that that house, that home, runs in a way that it becomes an, an example of Jannat. An example of Jannat will come when it is on the way of Rasulullah When the laws of Allah wa ta'ala implemented. So may Allah wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq of understanding the importance of this concept of unity. And as we said, that we are part of this global ummah. At the least that is required of us, which is the dictates of our iman, which is the dictates of us being part of this body of the ummah, is that we feel the pain of the ummah. And that pain should move us to at least make dua for them daily. Dua for every single movement on the face of this earth. And over and above that, that is the very basic, the least, the fundamental. And then over and above that, in whichever way we can do something to help anybody in the ummah, this is also our requirement. Allah wa ta'ala give us a topic.